This is another five-star production. Spit on the logo, drop a bag and get a nigga buried. Look, bro, since shots out through your car, he thinks he's Steph Curry. I done dropped the eight inside my soda to make my drink is dirty. I'm getting more money in the streets than Ross, I got these chicken servers. Hit run the strippers to the studio, just give me service. I'ma put my trust inside this tool, I'm go 7.30. Say with my demons every day, these niggas good at murking. Dropping a ticket on the day, they tried to play with smirking. They be cool with niggas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Scorekeepers Podcast, where we're always keeping the score. I am one of your hosts, Robert. Joining me is my man, Stats and Research. We are Brandon. Yo. And, of course, joining us remotely, my guy from Parts Unknown, literally Parts Unknown, we have Khalil. What up? All right, guys. How, how's been y'all week since I see y'all since Sunday? Nothing crazy? Usually nothing crazy happens during the week, right, Khalil? Nah, nothing really. I mean, the most important thing is we secured the tickets. That's all that matters. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. We did. Ant-Man, get, baby. Ant-Man. And, all right, hey, be careful now because, you know, some of the last Marvel movies, you know, been hit and miss. Nah, I ain't worried about this one. I, we'll, we'll be good. And this is, te- I think this is uh, technically the first movie for the new phase. Uh, phase 5, right? Yes, so, it is the first one in Phase 5. So Yeah, so. We're, we're watching XD. Yeah. Is that the one with the uh, with the the, uh, the seats shaking shit or is nah, it, nah, or nah, something? We ain't get out. Nah, we would have been. We, oh, okay. That's other. No, nah, that's more money. No, we got to chill out. Brandon, you excited for the <laughs> was? I guess. Uh, you know, I just show up, bro. Okay, you just show up. Okay, like I said, I, I may, uh, okay. I, I, I'm just there, man. Okay, all right. I'm there, have a good time. You know, watch the movie. Okay, so you just participate. All right. Well, let's get into the show. Speaking of somebody who looked like they just showed up. Let's start with the Bucks and Cowboys. Khalil, what happened? <laughs> your man, the goat. Uh, he still is the goat. Um, no, I don't know, really. Uh, I I think the Cowboys defense came came to play this time around. I thought they weren't going to be. Um, I did, I guess I don't know for some reason. I guess they weren't going to be game ready, but they definitely showed up, put a lot of pressure on Brady. So, um, and I mean honestly. Uh, you know, I think his I think his tenure with the Bucks might just might just be at an end here. It ain't looking too good. Just with the Bucks, you don't think it's time for him just just to, his tenure in, in general in the NFL might be over. Um, no, nah, I don't think so. Oh, so you think he should still think, play? I don't think I don't think he wants to retire either. To be honest with you, I, don't know I think he wants he, to. Brett Favre didn't want to retire, but at some point, you know, it's like come, come off. I the don't. Field. I don't think I don't think Tom Brady's like. Are you are you insinuating that he's washed or something? What's happening here? Uh, I I think I think he's seen his best days. I think it's time for him to. to I don't. I, one, there's really nothing else to I, play for. And then on top of that, like to me, I never like watching players as they're declining, just holding on. Like I I, I like to admire you when you were still good, or I like to see like the graceful decline, like Dwayne Wade, not the AI. So I I I agree that he doesn't have anything to play for. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say he's washed. I think he could have just been in a better place uh, mentally and team-wise. I mean, our offensive line is absolutely garbage, and his wide receivers can't get any separation to save their life. Nah, I didn't um, say that. Mike Evans got open. He just couldn't connect with him sometimes. That was, did you not um, Did you not see that deep bomb where it just hit my man's fingertips and just couldn't haul it in? Yeah, but there was that, some, that was, but there was, that was the Mike Evans experience the entire season. But okay. Are we really blaming everybody else? For a forty-eight-year-old quarterback, 
40, is he that? He's 45. Whatever, 45. 45. Be, be respectful. Come on now. So you think it's he on. should give it up? I don't want to see. I, look, I'm not a Brady fan, but I really don't need to see you look like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl. Yeah. On his throwing, last run. Throwing ducks on outside the numbers. Huh? Couldn't throw them outside the numbers out here throwing ducks. He was an elite I game guess manager. I guess we're seeing different things. I don't – like I said, he has nothing to play for. Like, I wouldn't be mad if he did retire nothing like that. But I just think, like, I feel like he, he – I mean, take your pick of the litter in terms of quarterback you went behind that offensive line. I, I think you you got the same result. I mean, to be honest, their bigger problem – It was bad. Defense. It was bad. I don't, was atrocious. Yeah. Oh, no, their, their defense is absolutely Cheeks. terrible, too. I agree with that. Hey, you, you going to apologize to Dak Prescott? Who? You. What did I do to Dak Prescott? Well, when I asked you about this game, you had Tom Brady, and then I said, what about their, their offense? Oh. And you said Dak, and you've been, y'all been y'all been going after Dak the whole year. Yeah, I'm not yeah, apologizing yeah, because he beat well, the, the, the freaking, that, that peewee defense. Get out of here. Okay, and I, I was just about to say, did you also forget where they pulled him uh, in the last game of the season because he was getting smoked by the uh, by the commanders? Or we took it in? I didn't. It was a meaningless game, and he was just prepping. Yeah, just yeah. Ready. Don't do that. Yeah, he played. He played like it was meaningless. He so, showed right? up. Well, he showed up. No, he Get showed out of here. up. Well, like, what are we? What are we doing? They would have put up more points too if it wasn't for the kicker. Who he was playing seven all seven out there. Get out of here. Ain't well, no in terms of starting quarterbacks, isn't he like third most in the league in terms of interceptions? Like, what are we doing here? Like, no, stop it. No, Mack he, it up. No, he led the league in interceptions. So, like, come on now. We just we we just admitted that defense was terrible. So like we're not proving anything yeah, by doing that. Bad we'll, we'll bad defenses. So Josh Allen. So come on. Justin Herbert. Oh. 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 No more Justin Herbert talk. He's well, you know why? Else. You know why? Because I was willing to get rid of the. Um, I was to get this guy's name. I was always I, I was ready to get rid of the head coach. Yeah, he's coming. Um, Staley. But but then people were making points of, you know, all Herbert had to do was get a couple of first downs late in that game and they wouldn't have been in the spot that they were in. And you're like I'm like, hmm, you know what? You might be on to something there. That's probably how the coach like, kept his job. You blaming the coordinator because he can't get a first down? By the way, it's gonna be his third coordinator. In three and, years. In three years. And Brandon Staley's mm. So sometimes you into, might have to start look, look within. You know, like maybe big, it's not the coordinators. Exactly. I don't know what's going on there. Through Anthony Lynn under the bus. Anthony Lynn's in. Um, where is he? At? He's actually doing well somewhere. I forgot where he's. Oh, isn't he coaching the? Um, I don't know what he's doing. Is he? Is he with the Giants? I have no idea what Anthony Lynn's. I doing. think Anthony Lynn's with the Giants. I always felt like he got a bad rap in San Diego. Even though I will say one thing, I did complain about him. He said on the podcast, his game management was god awful. Just. Mm-hmm. I mean, now Brandon Stanley ain't ain't been much better, but my God, it was just disgusting. Now Anthony Lynn coaches. Oh, you want to know where Anthony Lynn is? Where he's the assistant. He's the running backs coach for the Forty Niners. Oh, jeez! Wow. Oh, is, is the Forty Niners going to be the uh, co- coaches rehab? I guess so. I mean, last year he was with the Lions, so yeah, you can't get any worse than that. So good for him. Working his way up. All right, we'll get back to the NFL later on. But Khalil, Brandon, you know we are only less than what today's what the 18th. So we're literally what less than a month away from the NBA trade deadline. Yeah, we hit. We talked about. I think this. it's like three weeks away. Yeah, we talked about this a little on Sunday. We didn't get too into it. Khalil wasn't really uh, excited about some of the uh, trade talks that we were having for the Heat. But we don't just do the Heat. We do the NBA in general. So yeah. yes, I know you. But you know. 
we we have something for you though. You know, we oh, know God. we have something for you. A trade package for LeBron? Khalil, it's not happening. Oh. Let it go. He's not coming back here. Move on. It just you always have the memories. Mean? He went back to Cleveland. That's Cleveland. He's from there. He's not from Miami. Pat Riley and Pat Riley don't do that. Pat Riley's not gonna let him just just sell off his team again and then bounce on him in two years. Not gonna happen, buddy. And then have to draft draft uh, Bronny. Yeah, and then have to Bronny. He said he's gonna find a mediocre player to sign a massive extension for. That doesn't have to be the case. The the Heat just always Uh he have championships before LeBron James. Let's just remember that, okay? We love LeBron James. uh, Yeah, 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 one championship. One, just one. Yeah, don't take don't put a nap at the end of the day. That's a lot more more than others, and that's true. Should have been two. There's a lot more than others. Back to back. But we not gonna get to that. Brandon, others, but none of those teams had LeBron. Yeah, bro. Other teams win before LeBron. I'm just saying, bro. Other teams win without LeBron. I'm just saying. We can we can get we love LeBron. We do. Great great one of the greatest to ever do it. You know, top two. Or three, depending on who you ask. But whoa, whoa, whoa. I said hey. top two or three depending on who you ask. Who you ask. Look, I'm just saying, love him. But I'm just saying. Let's get let's leave, let's leave LeBron alone. Brandon, do you have the first trade for me? I do. I do. Inform Khalil of the trade and let's see if Khalil would take the trade or not, and we'll give our analysis after. All right, Khalil. This is a three teamer. Okay. We got taking Kyle Lowry. All right. I'm going to send him off. Him and his uh, two years left on his contract. Well, a year after this one. Send him over to Toronto. Uh, not Toronto. Uh, the Timberwolves. Sorry. And then I. Heading already. Y- y- you liking it already? I hear Timberwolves. And I, there's a guy on the Timberwolves that I like. Anthony Edwards. Is but it's probably Edwards. not going to be him. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to. Yeah. No, come on, really, Anthony Edwards? Really? That that's a real trade. This that's what I said. That's what I, I know. I, that's what I just said. I said it. That's not realistic. Oh, could have been talking about. Ru- Holy crap! Rudy Gobert's making thirty-eight million dollars. Jesus Christ! It's only going up too. Cap price of the brick only going up. Lord, how are you getting paid more than Cat? Jesus. Anyway, crime. D'Angelo, then uh, D'Angelo Russell. We're gonna send him over to Toronto. Okay. okay. All right. And then Toronto is going to send Pascal Siakam to Miami. Christ. Now stay with me. Stay with me now. All right. Now that trade, the Heat got to send out some other stuff. All right. doesn't work money-wise. So I'm going to take Dwayne Dedman. All right. The mechanic. The mechanic, yes. He is also going to go to Toronto with uh, with, uh, Kyle Lowry. Uh, uh, Toronto, uh, the Timberwolves, I'm sorry. And the Timberwolves are going to go ahead and they're going to send Nas Reed. All right. Now, Nas Reed, he's a center on an expiring contract. Uh, I believe it's his rookie contract. All right. A lot of talk about Nas Reed. Supposedly, the Timberwolves don't want to pay him. Uh, they've had, if you've uh, seen any reports out, uh, he's a trade target of the Heat, possibly. Uh, particularly in a, a Kyle Lowry deal, but I'm gonna go ahead and send him to the Raptors, cause you know the Heat don't have a lot of stuff right now. You know they have some stuff in the cupboard, but not a lot. So we're gonna send that over to Toronto, and unfortunately, we're gonna have to do a second deal to get rid of Duncan Robinson. I can't do that in this. Well, I could, but it's just not really realistic. And then I would send two first round picks to Toronto as well. 
How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that, Khalil? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so wait. So you're, also, so you're sending Duncan also to Toronto to finalize that trade for Pascal? No, I said I could. I can't. Well, I, I could. It'd just be a larger trade, but it's probably not. Oh, okay. I was going to say that. We're sending over a whole lot for no reason. Um, it's not really. So if I'm getting rid of the mechanic and Kyle Lowry, I mean, that sounds like a dream to me. Um, oh, I, I also forgot. You, you got to send send uh, Toronto Jovic, too. He's fine with that. Jovic just barely played this year. I don't think Kool's like, well, it's not like even like precious. No, no but I'd rather kind of actually see what the upside or the potential upside could be from that. So I'm not necessarily trying to get rid of him already. I mean, he's not gonna. Uh, he's not playing on this team for like at least. He's probably not legitimately playing on this team for like at least another year. And that's and that's like that's like Ricky Bam minutes in a year. I mean, I mean that's fine. He's only what eighteen, nineteen, nineteen. Yeah, but I don't yeah, know. yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not in a rush. Um, uh, I don't know. That, we gotta win now. Win it now. We got Jimmy. Oh yeah, Jimmy yeah. Enough of that. We had, we gotta win. Yeah, now. we had our chance. We had our chance to win now. Kyle Lowry uh, uh, gave me nothing in the playoffs. So. That's why you're trading Kyle Lowry. That's the whole point. Yeah, it's too late for that. No, I like I said, so. there's the, some the, teams the, that need point guards. There's some teams. I, I even heard – I wouldn't even be surprised. You know I heard is available. Then we want to get into a broader point. The um, the Clippers don't really like their, their backcourt situation right now. John Wall is available. Um, I do like the prospect of John Wall. It just depends on how much uh, – well, let me let's, – let's get through the first. Um, initial trade. I'm not mad at the trade. I don't like the idea of giving rid of Jovic. Um, but I mean, if Pascal is the Lord and Savior that y'all hype him up to be, then I'm willing to make that happen. But I just, uh, man, that's a lot. I'll be, I would be willing to do it because you got to make some type of moves. Um, I love Kyle Lowry, but if the man can't stay healthy and, you know, prayers for whatever off-court issues he got going on, but if the man can't be on the court, he, he, he gives me no value. So I can't do that with that. The mechanic is the mechanic, but he got to go. I guess I'm not too mad at the trade. Um, I don't know if the Clippers are going to trade John Wall for Kyle Lowry. Just saying. Do the salaries add up? No, not at all, but no. that's not really the problem. No, I but I heard they, they're, they're looking for guards. They don't like their guard situation. Yeah, that's fine. But they're also injured as hell. Yeah, but they they don't they don't want John Wall no more. That's fine. I'm, uh, sure, they, Jackson might be I'm sure they want players who can play. They already have Kawhi and and well, Paul George kind of plays, but you know. I mean, I've heard he, I've heard he Mike Conley. That'd you, probably be a better one for them. What would you guys think if Chris Paul made his way back to the Clippers somewhere? It is possible. Ooh, they would. Honestly, they should probably do that because they have a lot of they they that that's a really nice fit actually because the Clippers have a lot of depth that they probably don't, don't need. need yeah and the the Suns could desperately use some depth so that actually is probably that's a really good match actually yeah Kalu, what do you think about that? Um, actually, yeah, it it, it actually kind of makes sense. Um, like like you guys are saying, they do have a bunch of depth that they don't necessarily need. Um. I think, it, yeah, it probably would be a better fit. So him and Kawhi can both uh, wear street clothes and sit on the side and when the playoffs start, maybe get matching outfits or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay, that's nice. All right. Well, I got one more for you. We got NBA real quick. Um, oh, no, we can keep one. Um, the Portland Trail Blazers, they're kind of like teetering 
They could go either way. Um, would this be the time that you would maybe think uh-huh. to trade Dan Lillard? But I'm not. Look, I'm being honest. Dan Lillard probably can't come down here because you probably have to uh, trade here a hero, and hero can't get traded till at least the off season. And I don't think the Heat are gonna trade hero anyway. I don't want Dan Lillard. That ship sailed. You don't want Dan Lillard. Don't want him. He's 32. You have no desire for him. No. Oh, don't want Dan. Okay. I need a four. That's true. You do kind of need a four. You have, you have, you have enough guards. I'm fine with Tyler Hero. I need a four. Honestly, it doesn't even need to be like that good. I'll take Kyle. Kuhl. Would you trade? Would you trade if you only had to? If I told you you only had to trade Hero and Lowry mainly, and like Jovic, or or one draft pick or two draft picks for Damian Lillard. Yeah, pass. take out Jovic and his, you'll pass on it. Pass. Khalil. Um, you said Kyle. You said uh, you said Kyle and um. I mean, if we're talking in Tyler. Man, well, obviously, if we're talking, that'd be the offseason. But if we're talking, like, in current ten, uh, terms, okay. it'd probably have to be, um, if I'm correct, it'd have to be Kyle and Duncan, and then you'd probably have to give up some a lot of picks. Probably at least two two to three picks. Oh, man. See, the thing is, the way that Bam is scoring, I don't necessarily feel like I need – I mean, it's – I don't feel like we need somebody that can take over the game necessarily. Like, I feel like Jimmy can still be that guy if we need him late. Okay. Uh, Bam is holding up scoring-wise. So the only thing you're really getting value-wise from 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 Dame is just his ability to score. That's cool. But like Brandon was saying, like, I need a big. Um, okay. I, need, I need somebody that can compliment Bam while he's doing his thing, actually help get bored, you know, play defense, that type of thing. I'm not necessarily worried about the scoring or the clutch factor that you get from a dame so at this point i don't think it really would be worth the trade okay. um especially if you already still have um tyler hero on your team so okay. i probably wouldn't do it either to be honest okay so no dame lure to miami okay that's fine all right Kalo, do you mind if i take a uh take a few minutes here to try and convince you into pascal siakam uh-oh uh yeah sure okay would you you just mentioned Bam and uh, how he's been. Uh, he's been really, real. He, I wouldn't say he's like. Uh, I know what this is. Number one. Okay. He's not like uh-huh. the number one, but he's like he's getting there. Like he's showing his flashes, particularly when, uh, you know, when Jimmy sits and and in, in the games and and he comes in and he kind of they run the offense through him. But he he's getting there. Mm-hmm. Like he's making the 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 steps. He's been more assertive. He's been more aggressive. And I've always maintained. And you've even heard it from some national guys as well. If the Heat want to be legitimate contenders, Bam has to be their best player. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you you get on board with that? I agree. And when I say best, you know, it doesn't have to be like I. I mean, he just has to. He has to believe like it's his team. You know, like he's the number one. It's my guy. It's, it's my show. All right. Mm-hmm. You already have you have Jimmy. He can take care of your clutch stuff, or you know your offense bogged down. He could take care of you there. Your bailout guy. You have Tyler Hero, gives you kind of. He he also can do some of the clutch and the bailout stuff as well, and he can he can run offense and and and, and uh, get his own shot. You got another guy like that too. But if you were to go and get like a Kevin Durant, a Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard. Um, even this past off season of Donovan Mitchell. Um, those are all my show guys, correct? Yeah. 
and I just think that that takes away t- takes away from from what you're trying to build because we've already seen we know what it looks like when Donovan Mitchell is your number one guy. It's exciting. He can put up a lot of points. That team doesn't get out the first round. Um, Kevin Durant is an, is probably the exception to those. Bradley Beal uh, um, is the same, and and Damian Lillard he has made a conference finals, but generally like that's that only goes so far. Um, Kevin Durant is the exception, and the difference between Kevin Durant and the rest of those guys. Kevin Durant is a dynamic wing player, but Kevin Durant is also he's like thirty six, isn't he, Robert? Thirty five. 35, 35, 34. Let me just. Confirm. I think he's thirty-five. Ke- he, he, I'm not saying Kevin Durant's like washed. He's not. He's still a a one. Of, he's probably a top ten player in this league still. Uh, he's playing phenomenal basketball. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. When's he turn thirty-five? September 29th. So he turns thirty-five next year. Yes. So you you got you 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 probably have you can hope to have maybe two or three more years of Kevin Durant. Not everybody's LeBron. Maybe, you know, maybe he'll be doing the LeBron stuff at, at 38, 39, but, you know, you can't count on that. Agreed? I agree. Okay. Pascal Siakam, though. Pascal Siakam, I believe, is 28. Yeah, am I right, Robert? Let me confirm that. I think he is around that age. Pascal Siakam is a four, position of need, and he does not... While he can be a guy that can take over and he can he can give you a 30 if you need it, um, but he d- he'll do a lot better of fitting in. Uh, you got it for me? 28, and he's about to turn 29 in, in April. Okay, so he'll be 29. Yes. So he's 29. He fits closer to Bam, but he's, uh, he's, he's in that prime age where he's kind he's, he's kind of like a bridge between Bam and Jimmy because Jimmy's – about 33, 34. Bam is 24, I believe. Um, Tyler, I believe, is 23. So, like, he Pascal's, like, right in that middle where he's been in the league long enough. He's an effective player. You know it. He's a, a all-NBA type kind of guy. And he does it on both ends. And I think he can – I think he fits more in what the Heat do. He plays in Toronto, so he's familiar with the 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 way they like to play. They play a lot of zone here, but – like now because of need, but they like to play the man, the switching, a lot of length. I think he fits right in. Did I say Fair that? enough. I mean, I mean, yeah, no, you, you make all the right points. I, I've not, my thing is, I've always just had a personal thing with Pascal. He kind of gets on my nerves. I'm not going to lie. Um, but in terms of talent wise and fit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't deny that personally. Um, but yeah, in terms of like the best qualified, legitimately available player for what the Heat need, it is Pascal Siakam. I'm not going to deny that. I just personally like I ain't really I don't really like the guy like that. But I mean, if he comes here, there probably is a good chance I would like the guy, especially if he plays at the clip that he's playing at. It's like you guys mentioned to me before, um, that would definitely uh, help out the team a lot. So. I mean, if the trade can happen and we're not giving up too much quick stuff, like I said, giving up Dover kind of sucks for me. Uh, but, I mean, you want the results now. That is the move you make. And then so, the, the other thing, though, with Pascal is, like, if you get Durant, like, that is most definite. Like, that's an all-in move, but it's also all-in more short-term. Because, you know, that is like, true. Durant has an injury history. Um 
you know, and 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 stuff like that. Um, even Bradley Beal to an extent, but even though Bradley Beal is much younger, uh, oh, he's not that much younger. I think he's what thirty one, thirty two. Uh, no, no, Bradley Beal is not. Bradley Beal is Pascal's age. I believe he's twenty nine. Man, he's been in the league. Not even, time. but you know, but even with Bradley Beal, not but, necessarily but, fixing but, uh, the issues that we have. Pascal so. Siakam, look, this league, this league right now, look, Ja, great player. Curry, great players. Curry is probably the, is the only exception to what I'm about to say, but this league is about dynamic win players. That's how you win. You win by having Durant, LeBron, um, when he was playing Kawhi. Um, th- th- those are those are the kind of guys you need. Tatum, uh, Giannis, uh, you need those kind of guys. Pascal Siakam is one of those guys. Um, Kevin Durant obviously is one of them, but not likely not going to be available. So if you can get Pascal, it allows you to to compete now, continue what you're doing now, but also gives it an opportunity for some longevity and not something that you're just, uh, yeah, well, you know, we're really trying to win this now and we hope Kevin Durant can stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? Pascal averaging 6.4 assists this season. is I like, I like the look of that. I'll be honest there. And I'm going to be honest with you, so I was talking to Robert about this. My my whole thing with this, hypothetically, if they did, tr- I would empty, I would give up everything. I would give up any everything in the cabinet aside, like Hero, Hero, Bam, Jimmy, off limits. Well, Hero's off limits anyway. Can't trade him. But um, I would, outside of that, and I would really want to hold on to Oladipo, but I would I would give up just about everything. I don't think the Raptors want him anyway. But I, I would give up everything. I'd give up all the picks. You could have Jovic. Um, you want Struess, take him. You know, I, I would I would give it all up for Pascal Siakam because if they have him, think about this. You're looking at the top of the East. You got the Celtics, Nets, um, Bucks, maybe even if you want to throw in the Cavs. I'd probably stick with those three, though. If you have a front court of Siakam, Bam, Butler, dude, I mean, like, that's probably the best front court in the league defensively. And you can come out there and you got Tatum and Brown that you have to deal with. Let's say they keep Oladipo. You already know what Oladipo does to Jalen Brown. That's that's a locker. Mm-hmm. So you can throw any combination of, to start the game, it'll likely either be Siakam or Butler, probably Siakam on Tatum and then throughout the game you you have any combination of those four guys to guard those two so you can keep a rotation you can keep guys out of foul trouble you can keep switching up the looks on on them defensively so they can't get comfortable I I would like they he would be my favorite in the east quite frankly if they got Pascal Siakam for that reason same thing Durant Durant and, and Kyrie you got Again, any combination of those four. And the Nets is a little bit different because if you do have Siakam, you bump Caleb Martin back to a guard, and you got Caleb Martin. He can You can play him on a point guard, which they like to do more because of his length. So you have more guys to guard Kyrie and throw at, more guys you can throw at Kevin Durant. The the Sixers is a little bit lesser extent because of Joel Embiid, but you know for Harden and Maxey, same thing. Bucks, Giannis, and dealing with Giannis – Holiday, hopefully they'll get Middleton back at some point. And you just, that versatility, you can keep that versatility. 
throw different looks at them. The offense doesn't hurt. You're not hurting on offense. It's not like a P.J. Tucker where you have the versatility on defense and then it's like, Jesus Christ, P.J., hit a three, hit a quarter three, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's just me. That's the guy I, I'm, I'm in. I'm all in for. Fair enough. So he's he's finally sold you on Pascal. Uh, You're warming up. Yeah, in terms in terms of in terms of fit and what we need, yes. I still personally like I said, I've never knocked the talent. Well, there was a couple of times where, you know, yes, you a couple of bubble frog situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah was well, one well series. rightfully so. Rightfully so. Don't, don't play. All right, fair um, enough. All right. But yeah. yeah. I mean in terms like I said, in terms of fit and how it, it could actually legitimately work mm-hmm. compared to the other people that would be available in that instance. Um, yeah, I'm sold on the, on the idea of him being part of the team. Okay. All right. So before we wrap up the NBA, I got two trades. You have any trades, Brandon? I got two trades. I just go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I got one trade. I'll give you two trades and you guys tell me yay or nay on them. Okay. The first trade, we have the Kings and the Cavaliers. I have Karis Levert getting traded to the uh, getting traded to Sacramento. For Harrison Barnes, you know Cleveland Loki kind of needs. They don't need as they much. They still score. don't have any wings. <laughs> they have no wings, <laughs> and they're gonna need people to guard Jason Tatum and Giannis and all them all those wings in the playoffs if they want or Kevin Durant if they plan to make some type of threat deep run. So, how would you guys feel about a Karis LeVert for Harrison Barnes? I I actually so a lot of people, rightly so, are kind of down on Karis LeVert. Yes. Uh, has not really he's been wildly inconsistent and i think this might be a uh a change of scenery mm-hmm. might help him i mean it's like his fourth team so how many seen how many times he's gonna change it yeah background? but he like so he, he it's one of the so he was with the nets and that's kind of where he you know he really did his thing when they were not good when yeah when they weren't good but mm-hmm. you know he he kind of rose from that and and a lot of those you know dinwiddie on that team as well they they had a lot of players who like they're good players. No, they weren't good. Like they didn't have any superstars or anything like that. But they were good players. And and the most important thing I, about that team, I think the, because the vibe, the vibes were immaculate, as uh, Clayton would say. Okay. On that team, and he played well. Um, and I think if you could get him in a, in a situation, a winning situation where they're you know they're having fun and they're. They're playing well, like Sacramento. I don't know if you you've seen. Have you seen the uh, the light the beam thing they got going on? Yeah. Like the, I mean, it, it just looks like I I don't really watch, I don't think I've seen a I've seen the Heat play the Kings. That's it. I haven't watched a single King you game other than that. They were, they were like they were being like the number one offense in the league for like one week. Not not in totality. Okay. I've, you know I've, I've seen some like parts and bits of their games, but I haven't like actually sat there and watched a Kings game. But from at least from what I've seen on 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 Twitter for. Whatever reason, I have a lot of Kings fans that I uh, follow, but um, they seem to be having fun, and it sounds like it, it seems like that organization, Mike Brown, uh, De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis, they're having a lot of fun over there. They're obviously they're not they kind of fallen off since the beginning, but they're still winning ish. They're like they're playing a lot better than they have, and I I think I think Karis LeVert, if he can get into a situation like that, maybe he can reclaim some of that Nets form, because after that it was, what, Cleveland and Indiana? He really didn't do anything in Indiana. 
in Indiana, like they were, he was injured. That's when he had the the kidney thing, and then yeah, yeah, uh, and then now you found his way in Cleveland. Uh, he doesn't really like fit because they don't, don't need him. Even know why they made the trade in the first place. Well, they did it before they got Donovan Mitchell. I didn't think they needed him anyway. Okay, but, well, um, they thought they needed like another score. No, they they needed they needed Harrison Barnes, but um, I think. I think if he can go somewhere like that, he can recapture some of that form. And I think that might be one of those rare trades that work out for both teams. I mean, Harrison Barnes to Cleveland obviously makes a ton of sense. Hello? I like the sound of it, too, to be honest. Okay, so that makes sense to you. Okay, all right. I got one more, and then we're going to get back to the NFL. All right. I have the Hornets and the Mavericks. So I have going to Charlotte, I have Davis Bertans, you know, that big waste of money. And I got Reggie Bullock going to the Maverick, uh, going to Charlotte for Gordon Hayward. I think that'd be kind of interesting. Get Luca another wing on that team. Maybe I think not. that's stupid. Why? Explain. Gordon Hayward hasn't played basketball since Nam. <laughs> stop. I'm gonna look it up right now. Robert, you, I've I've been telling you for three years the Gordon Hayward experience is you're done. Asked, I'm not saying. Last done, time though. we saw Gordon Hayward, he was supposed to be the difference maker in that bubble series against the Heat. That's the last time I saw him play basketball. He, I feel like it hasn't been that long since he played. I'm I know he's like he's like technically played games since, but like come yeah, on, you just he hasn't like actually like been a part of the team since then. Get out of here. This year's stats, he's out right now, so you're right about that. But his stats right now, he's having what, 13. He's in Charlotte. He's having 13 points a game, four four 4.7 rebounds, 3.9 assists. Four, two. He's still playing like Gordon Hayward, maybe not like a – but, I mean, he is in Charlotte, so it's kind of hard to tell. But he, he has been playing currently. Like, he didn't, but he he didn't play tonight, but he huh? – He's averaging 32 minutes this season, which is a career high for him, and he's only giving you 13 points a game. It's over. I mean, he's playing in Charlotte. I mean, it's not like he's going to do what I mean, really, what is he going to do? I've seen him play other places. He not wasn't like, bad. This, in, this he ain't... wasn't, I mean, besides the Look. injury, when he wasn't hurt, he wasn't that bad in Boston. I mean, they, he did get a big contract when after he got, that. When he got phased out, when it was like, you're not it, guys, and told him to step aside. A lot of people got phased out in Boston. Robert. Look, I, this look, is, look, look, I'm trying to, what? Look, the Mavs got to do something. They can't I'm just with roll you. it out I'm there. with you, and I think this is actually a nice transition. We can kind of probably, like, keep this conversa- conversation going simultaneously. You saw that mural they put up, Mark Cuban talking about, that wasn't nice. Tell me you saw that. The mural for who? In Dallas, they put up a, a mural. Somebody, like an artist or whatever, painted a mural of Luca with a sign that says, I think it was like, I need help or, like, send help, something like that. And what you didn't see this? Oh, yes. I didn't see. It. Are I'm you, bro? Right it now. was like all, it was all over Twitter. Twitter. He uh, and then like Mark Cuban. I don't know if he. I I think it was a. It was either like a statement. Right, I so don't I'm know. looking at it right now. This you is see sick. it? Yeah, this is sick. He. I I I don't oh. know. You have the story up there. I don't know if it. Mark Cuban commented on it. I I want to say I I want to say that I saw Mark Cuban like called the artist or something like that like he had like an actual conversation with the artist and told him like yeah that was disrespectful um how is it disrespectful i mean it's kind of disrespectful to like the other guys but like that's not really their fault like i say it's not their fault you suck Uh, okay i got you hold on they did an email exchange (laughs) ah yeah Yeah, quoted by mark cuban it's disrespectful wrote in an email to panic who i guess is the mirrorless uh Let's see. 
but it's your choice to do what you want. Uh, if that's the way you want to be a fan, go for it. I mean, look, he's not wrong. Luca needed help for a long time. And I see what you're trying to do there with Hayward, but that is more like a, a worse version of that. Kristaps Porzingis trade? Like, a, like Hor- Hayward, Hayward is washed. Yeah, but, I mean, next year he's expiring, so and I don't even think that last year's guaranteed. But, but the, like, okay, fine, like he's an expiring contract or whatever, but you have a guy like Luca, you – they, they like they shouldn't be wasting like assets. Well, they wouldn't, probably wouldn't need an asset. Yeah, to get that's them, what I'm saying. Just like you just trade like, contracts at that point. No, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would go. I'd make a real move. Um, I've been on here. I've for who, named for some. Who? Who, who do you think Dallas? Who do you think Dallas is really going to trade for? Every time they make a trade, it's kind of like a minor trade. No, nobody major. I mean, they can. I, honestly, I I think they should probably try to get him. Like, like I don't even think it needs to be like. A young young dude, like if they could get him, get who? Get him. Give me a name. Give me something. Uh, you know, I've been I've been asking for Vucevic over there forever. They're not trading. Like yeah, years. but I don't think. Look, trust me. I could I could come up with I could jump a lot of trades involving the Bulls, but I don't think I think they're from what I hear they're they're trying to stand pat. Nope, not the report I saw. What report did you see? Uh, the report is they got similar rumblings going on in, like they'd got in Toronto. By the way, Toronto, Dallas might want to look into OG Ananobi. That oh, might be something. That's, I mean. Like I said, like OG Ananobi's not like, I'm not saying he's like a dude. Like he's not like. You know, the way Khalil feels about Pascal is the way I feel about OG Ananobi. Look, I'm with you. I think OG Really? OG Ananobi, yeah, OG wow, like, okay. he's a little overrated. Like they and talk about. Him in the playoffs. Okay. He don't okay. do nothing. He really don't do nothing. Honestly. I like, like OG. I think OG's nice. I would what? like him in Miami. He would be like a great fit. Like he'd he'd be like a a lesser kind of like he'd probably do a lot of the same things that that Pascal would do, except he wouldn't be as like no bona fide. He wouldn't be a bona fide offensive threat, but he can give you a lot of everything else. Um, but I I don't think Dallas needs that much. I just think they need they need help. Like when the, when they made that trade for Dinwiddie. Like, that's kind of on the line, like, where they're – should they do better for Luka? Yes. I think they should cho- go try to get him a second star somehow, some way. But or, or Luka, Luka is so good. He has so much talent, like a Dinwiddie-ish type player. More of those I'm would just help. And, they got, and, the, and the only reason is because, like, yeah, oh, well, they have Dinwiddie now. Why? Yeah, they also have, like, a lot of dudes on there that are making a lot of money for no reason. Like they have, saying, they have get, Tim Hardaway Jr. Like that's like a dead contract. You like they don't push need him. out money to go get somebody. Like I mean, yeah, but you're trading dead money for dead money. Okay, watch him, watch him trade for John, <laughs> watch him trade for John Collins in three weeks, and then we're gonna have this conversation, and I'm gonna laugh at you. Like that's fine. That would I would be fine with that. That that'd be better. John Collins and Dallas. You really think that's gonna work out? Better than Gordon Hayward. You know why? Ironically, the Mavericks are playing Atlanta right now. Because at least John Collins will play. He'll underachieve. He'll, like, disappoint you. He'll kind of be like, damn, this is really what we traded two first-round picks for? But he'll play. He'll play games. I'm not buying it. I haven't seen Gordon. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll happen, but I'm not buying it. I'm not for it. All right. So, look, we'll get into more NBA as the weeks go on on the Wednesday show. I mean, the Friday show, sorry. Um, let's get back into football. It is divisional weekend, Khalil. Are you excited? No. 
You didn't even let, give me a second to, to. Yeah, I'm excited. You're excited. Okay. Well, let's start with the Saturday game. Let's just do a quick predictions. Jags at Chiefs. The line is Kansas City eight and a half. Who do Uh-oh. you have, Kalu? Now, Uh-oh. just warning you, Trevor Lawrence does not lose on Saturdays. He's technically exactly. he's undefeated for his life. And it's a four thirty exactly. game too, so I mean it's kind of early. Kind of that's kind of up his speed. Ah man, I'm going Chiefs. You're going Chiefs. It's gonna be the first time he loses on on a Saturday. Uh-huh. I think uh, Patrick Mahomes' talent just breaks that breaks that uh, that juju that magic. Okay, Brandon. Chiefs. Okay, I I I want to. That'd be close. But I Chiefs. think the Chiefs will pull it out, but I am rooting for the Jaguars. Wait, 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 wait. Why? What's happening here? I well, thought Patrick Mahomes was your guy. That's my guy. That's my guy. We know Patrick. Patrick that's not be true. He world. wanted to do a show last week. He wanted it to be the Walking on Sunshine show. That's why. I wouldn't let him. <laughs> Damn, this, uh, Pat, he's, yeah. he's rooting for content. No, no. Jaguars have, you know, a string of, string of a couple of good games, and now all of a sudden you flip. You, look, you want you going uh, I-95 to the little trip up north? Is that where you're moving to? Look. No, but look, I feel like Duval County. Look, I just feel like we might be in this stage where the Chiefs. This might be the run that we're going to be on for a couple of years, where the Chiefs are going to be contenders always, and they're going to look good. You know, you remember that? You remember the years of like Aaron Rodgers, like after they won the Super Bowl. They're going to be the Colts. Yeah, Colts. Uh, the good era of the of the Packers when like they had talent, but they didn't have like fully enough, and they would just find ways of losing. Like in they'll the playoffs. always be in it. They'll probably make it to the AFC Championship yeah, more often than not, but they won't win a Super Bowl. The Marino Bowl. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's where I got them. Oh, yeah, that's where I feel like it's gonna happen. Like they'll look good in the regs, okay. hey, you know. I mean, it's fair. Their defense is trash. I mean, yeah. well, I mean it's just Chris Jones. Yeah, Chris Jones, so, Frank Clark. That's about it. That's about it. So I mean, like an eleven yeah. traffic cone or nine <laughs> traffic cones. So, <laughs> like, I don't. Uh, I, I, and apparently, their evaluation is poor because they let uh, uh, what's his name, Shavarius Ward, go last year. He apparently was. Oh yeah, for free, right? For nothing. Yeah, yeah. that was bad. He's um, like a, probably a top ten corner in the league. I don't know. I feel like this. They feel. I feel like they're they're giving me those type of vibes. Now, look, I could be wrong, and he can <sighs> and ball out. But I I feel like that even last year. But like, but when they had Tyreek, like that whole uh, Cincinnati game, like they should easily won that game. So I don't know. That's the vibes I'm getting from him. I I wouldn't be surprised if they lose on Saturday. But let's move on to the next game. This one's interesting. So, to who you ask, depending who you ask. We have the Giants at the Eagles. The Eagles are favored by only seven and a half points. I'm kind of surprised by that. But that's easy money. I'm assuming you're going with the Eagles. Eagles, and they're gonna cover easily. Okay. I think I'm gonna have I have them by ten. Oh. Okay. At least. Okay, so it might be a little bit of a blow. Okay. Um, Brandon? I'm taking the Giants. Oh, come on, man. Are you serious? Oh, no, Jesus. I'm taking the Giants. So you're correct. Why? Give me a reason. I don't think Lane Johnson will be fully healthy. I think um, Jalen Hurts. I think he'll uh, miss some time. That rhythm. I don't know if the rhythm's going to all the way be there. And I just they they look man, the the Giants gave them a run with nobody in Week 17, a game that the Eagles needed to win. That's not even like the Eagles like hey like yeah the Eagles didn't really try. No, they needed to win that game. They they tried to win that game, and they did. They won that game. But but 
the the Giants kind of hang around. I like Brian Dable. Those guys play hard for him. I've been I'm, I look. There, there I'm the massive pre- talent. I'm the presidency. There is. There most definitely is. But this is the playoffs, man. I know. Look, I know the Eagles got the better defense. They got the better offense. There's no reason that the Eagles should lose this game. To be fair, I'm not saying that. But I don't know. I feel like they get a big game from Saquon Barkley. I feel like the defense makes a play or two, and it's gonna be close. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's gonna be some kind of blowout, but I, I could really, I could really see the Eagles coming and 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 having like a Bills Dolphins type performance where like they kind of think they should. Um, I wouldn't say the Bills thought they should win it or they thought it would be easy, but you know they just. It's just a game. Uh, the game's closer than it should be, and I just they let, feel they let them hang around. They, yeah, they let them hang around, and and it's and unlike, unlike the 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 Dolphins who had their third string quarterback and and you know had some big drops and stuff like that. Um, I think the Giants will make some of those plays. Some you know whether it be a, a big catch or or uh, uh, maybe a, a big turnover or something like that. And I think I think they'll find a way to get it done. I could see I could see field goal as time expires. Wow. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I'm going with the Eagles. I'm not. I'm. I'm over this Giants thing. Uh, they're not. I like their coach. They're playing better than I thought because I didn't even think they get past the Vikings. So I'll give them credit. But I do think the talent discrepancy is just a little too much for them to overcome, especially on the road. All right. Let's move to the Sunday games. The first one. These two games are pretty good. Uh, we got Bengals at Bills. Line is Buffalo favored by five and a half. I'm just going to start it off and say I'm taking the Bengals to beat the Bills and get back to the AFC Championship game. Khalil, who you got? <clears throat> so this is a lose-lose situation for me. Why? Because, one, um, I want the Bengals to win to prove once and for all that the Bills aren't as scary as people try to make them out to be. Uh, we saw proof of that last week. Um, but then also, I'm also trying to prove the point of the Bengals <laughs> making it to the Super Bowl last year. Not that it was a fluke, but they clearly weren't suggested. So either way, I kind of lose here. But I do think the Bengals are going to win this game. So I'm going Bengals. This is a tough one for me, because if you, if you watch, if you've watched what maybe the last month, month and a half, two two months mm-hmm. of the Bills season, uh, including you know the last playoff game, um, they haven't really been playing good football, particularly on offense. Like Josh, at, like they make enough plays and they'll get the big plays. And I'm not like if you look at their statistics, which I haven't, I'm pretty sure statistically they're fairly similar the only difference is they're probably turning it over more than they had but their output is probably about what they've been doing most of the season um because you know they're, they're finding ways to win these games but josh allen has not played well in a while and he is turning the ball over at an alarming rate and it didn't look good against the dolphins and it's very easy to say the Bengals will beat them, which I I believe I said it on the last podcast, but if I didn't, I, I've told it to you, Robert, and I'm sure, Khalil, you've heard me mention it uh, since that game. 
But I think the Bills find a way to win again. Ugly. Sure. But they win. So you got them in the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. I mean, I guess the yeah, against the Chiefs against on a neutral Chiefs, site. A neutral site, and I think, I think they'll get a rematch of the AFC champion of uh the AFC Championship game. Or no, that wasn't an AFC Championship game. That was the second round, wasn't it? Yeah, last year. Was divisional, round. yeah. Divisional yeah. round last year. I think we'll get a rematch of that in the in the conference championship game. Now, personally, I will be rooting for the Bengals. Um, but I just. They're finding a way to win, man. Like he's not playing well, and he's like he—he's—it's one of those things. Actually, you know what it's like? It's honestly, it's the difference of having a quarterback like Josh Allen. You know, because you can kind of look at the Dolphins and and the and the Bills particularly. Like, let's just take the last month, um, even even, you know, well, since two has gotten hurt. The Bills are, you know, they're not playing well. They're turning the ball over. You know, they're they're. Having penalties, sacks, stuff like that. But they make enough plays. Josh Allen makes enough plays. Somehow, somewhere, or his guys, you know, uh, Stephon Diggs or Gabe, Gabe Davis or the, um, oh, what was his name, Shakir? Was that the guy who made that catch over the, the middle in the 50-yard line uh, at the 50? Like, they have these guys step up and they make plays. And and you look at Miami the last month where they were struggling and then, you know, they had all these injuries and stuff like that. They're not like their guys are step. Bills guys are stepping up. The Dolphins players didn't. They didn't have anybody step up on the line when they had injuries. Uh, you look at that that playoff game. Um, Waddle had three opportunities to make big plays. Didn't. Um, Gesicki had an opportunity over the seam. Probably would have been a touchdown. Didn't make the play. I'm gonna go with the Bills, man. They just seem like their guys make plays. They find a way somehow, some way. Okay, all right. So, the last game. I don't know if this is a game people are. Well, probably it'll be. It probably will be the most televised game because of the two teams playing. We taking them back. Cowboys and forty at Forty Niners. Forty Niners are favored by four points. I did take the Cowboys last week, but this week I'm gonna take the Forty Niners because I expect them to get to the Super Bowl personally. So, that's what who I got. Brandon, who do you have? I got the 49ers in this one. Um I I think this will be close ish. What's the spread? Four. San Four. Francisco. Four points. No, I actually I probably have them by a touchdown. Um I I think I think you might see Brock Purdy's worst game he's had. The okay. the, the Cowboys defense. Um, I b- they're top ten, I believe. I think they're like seventh or eighth in like overall is it, defense. Is Minka Parsons playing, or is he gonna be fully healthy? He did. He was a little. He was hobbled there on on um. Was it going into halftime or, or one of those plays? Like close or to the end of the game. Towards the end, yeah. yeah. Actually, might have been the last play of the game. Um, I did see that. Um, I haven't heard that he's not gonna play, so I assume he's gonna play. But um, I I think. I think it'll be a, a kind of a close-ish game. I, I think they'll cover. I, I probably I have San Francisco by a touchdown. You'll probably see Purdy's worst game, um, but I think I think this is going to be the San Francisco defense. They have the number one defense. I think they'll Dak Prescott turns the ball over uh, or throws interceptions uh, at the highest uh, rate led the league this year with like five fewer games. Like you only play, you miss five games. Um, yeah. This is this this defense. To get, they get turnovers. They they're also missing their tackle, aren't they? 
Who? The Cowboys. Don't they have some injuries on that line? I saw Jason Peters, like, he started and then he got hurt. Yeah, his status for the Niners a little bit more dicey. Uh, he needs a couple of weeks with the hip injury suffered. That means Tyler Smith, Connor McGovern continue the left side. I think, and I I think that's been their line for most of the season, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, I think I think the 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 49ers, man, they're just stout. I think they have the number one, um, the number one scoring defense. They have the number one pass defense, I believe, and they have the number two run defense. That's tough. That's tough. And they've been playing, like, it doesn't get really any better than that, but they've been playing better than that, particularly, like, the last, what, two months or so? Yes. So, yeah, I think the defense kind of carries them. They probably get some short fields. Maybe they, well, Dak's good for a pick six every game. So they'll get some help there and get it done. All right, Khalil, who do you have? I'm taking the cat. No, yeah, hell no. I'm taking wow. the 49ers. <laughs> never, went, never. I don't care I who mean, the they, fuck the Cowboys They were the ones that finally took out your man. I thought you would finally, no. Not going for it. First of all, don't disrespect my, my, my dog like that. Come on now. Stop it. Stop oh, it. my God. Let it go, man. Don't worry, bro. He'll be in the Hall of Fame in like five years. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he'll still be playing by then, so. Um, no, nah, but yeah, I'm. Of course not. I I I bet he'll play two more seasons. I don't think so. I mean, if he does, I mean, I I mean, well, I mean, what what does he have to go home to now? The home's empty. So. Uh, I don't know. I heard he was back in the day until shortly after that. Uh, uh that uh, filing got through. So. Yeah, no, he was somebody. She was somebody. I know. I know how the yeah. game work. I know. Yeah, I think I think he's doing all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm taking the Forty ers Uh, I'm taking them by who. Said the spread was four. Um, I think it might be more than that. I think it's gonna be. I think they're gonna win by ten. I think Dawson throw two picks, and I think CD's gonna have a quiet night. Oh, okay. So you think have a quiet night? I think so. All right. Well, I guess this should be a good weekend to find out how this goes. But, I actually think CD will have a big night. I think Dak's gonna throw a whole lot. I think the run game will be quiet. But what that's that's where the two picks come into play. I don't think <laughs> I think those those balls are gonna get picked off before they can get the CDs. But we'll see. We'll see. All right, Khalil, we gonna wrap this up. You got final thoughts? Um, no, nothing really. Actually, fight the power. I guess that's it. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, Brandon, you have any final thoughts? Wow, this is gonna be a quick final thoughts. Not like Sunday. Mm, no, I don't. I don't think so. That's you ain't got nothing either. I don't think so. You look. Are you guys anything y'all excited for for the weekend besides football? I'm not that excited about football. But anything else on the weekend? Everybody's working towards the weekend. That's what they say. I don't think there's anything going on this weekend. No. Okay. All right. Well. Not. Okay. Well, this has been the latest episode from the Scorekeepers Podcast. We will see y'all on Monday. We out. This has been another five-star on the wrist watch. Cut the lock of me, I'm the pun god like Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Paper route business, I smoke you like a menthol. If a nigga try to take some shit from me, I cut his wrist out. Flat nigga with that bag.